Welcome to Ragbag. My name's Frank Burton. Episode 90-something or other. Approaching that big 100. That's the big one. It's all going to be over soon. 100 will be the last episode. And then we'll be replaced by something else. Another podcast called Ragbag Presents. In the meantime, let's enjoy some music while we still can.
Right, as I said in the intro, um, episode 90-something or other, heading towards that big one, the final episode of Ragbag will be episode number 100. Watch out for it, listen out, whatever. Um, but today we're doing something a little bit different. Um, remember when I did that uh, Trust Pilot uh, episode? <laughs> I, I, I read out a bunch of reviews from the Trust Pilot website, and um, it was all a little bit... Um, it, went on a little bit too long I admit um, but um, for those of you who stuck with me on that one thank you very much it was a very, it was a good uh, it was a good episode that one I enjoyed it a lot and um, if you uh, if you're one of the few people who actually listened all the way to the end I was trying your patience quite a lot I, I do admit that and uh, at the very end of the episode I said I'm never going to do this again <laughs> but you know what I'm going to do something similar today because I found something else that wasn't intended to be, but it's turned out to be kind of like the 21st century's equivalent of war and peace. It's an epic tale, and um, I, I hope you can stick with me on this one because it's uh, it's, it's very interesting. It's a great, great bit of um, collection of information that I've got in front of me here, and uh, it's not. I, I am going to trust Pilot again. Um, you know. Never look backwards, always look forwards. That's why I'm going to be talking to you about the 1980s children's TV series Button Moon. If you don't know what Button Moon is, that's good, because I it's better if you don't know what it is. Literally, I'm going to be reading out the Wikipedia entry for Button Moon, which is very long, but it, it reads very much like... I don't know, it's... um I, I was comparing it to Tolstoy, but I think it's... Uh, in a way, it's um, it's uncategorizable, is what it is. It's it's a new form of literature, I think. This um, it's an example of something that doesn't have a name yet. That's what I'm trying to say. It's uh, it's a really amazing thing. The Wikipedia entry for Button Moon. I'm going to read it all out, and it's going to be the best thing that you've ever heard. Uh, as I say, it's it. It would help if you if you don't know what Button Moon is. I mean, if you are of the same age as me and you're from the same place as me, you, you may have seen it when you were a child. It's a children's television program. Well, I'll, the the Wikipedia entry explains what it is, so I'll just I'll start reading it out now. This will provide you with some kind of explanation as to what I'm talking about. Button Moon is a British children's television program broadcast in the United Kingdom in the 1980s on the ITV network. Thames Television produced each episode, which lasted 10 minutes and featured the adventures of Mr Spoon, who in each episode travels to Button Moon in his homemade rocket ship. All the characters are based on kitchen utensils, as are many of the props. Uh, you may have gathered this is a, a very low-budget show okay it's kind of a puppet show but they haven't even made real puppets they're using kitchen utensils and uh, a button for that literally the moon is a button okay so that that's the kind of level of budget that we're talking about here uh, but they don't care i mean they're, they're wearing the they're wearing it on their sleeve so to speak you know what i mean they've called the show button moon they're not pretending it's a real moon they're saying there's a button mate so it's an actual button live with it deal with it <laughs> That's the way to do it. Once on Button Moon, which hangs in blanket sky, you see, this it's literally a blanket, they have an adventure and look through Mr Spoon's telescope at someone else, such as the tortoise and the hare. 
before heading back to their home on Junk Planet. Episodes also include Mr Spoon's wife, Mrs Spoon, their daughter, Tina Teaspoon, and their friend, Egbert. The series ended in 1988 after 91 episodes. 91, wow. That's a good run. Button Moon was originally considered... I mean, not as good as Ragbag, obviously. We've surpassed them. <laughs> We've just about surpassed them. 91, not quite Ragbag level, but good enough for me. Button Moon was originally conceived by Ian Allen as a stage show for Playboard Puppets in 1978. Allen adapted it into a TV series for Thames two years later. The first series of 13 programmes was transmitted in 1980. A further six series of 13 programmes followed, making a total of 91 different Button Moon adventures. The series was repeated on a yearly basis for Thames TV up until 1988. All 91 episodes have been shown on the satellite channel UK Gold since spring 1993. Every episode was at least 10 minutes. A lot of this isn't going to make any sense to our American listeners. I do apologise for all these references. I'm just getting through the boring stuff now. This is the boring stuff that we have to go through to get to the meat in the sandwich. Or if you're vegan, then, you know, the falafel in the sandwich. I was trying to think of a vegan sandwich filling there. I floundered for a moment. We're getting to the falafel. Now, this paragraph, this next paragraph is very boring, but it ends on a very interesting note. Well, well, what to me is very interesting and what to hopefully at least one or two of you might be interesting as well. As I say, we're getting past this in order to get to the falafel, right? So we're still on the bread. Narration was by Robin Parkinson. Puppeteers included Ian Allen, John Thurtle, Francis White. I mean, the Francis Wright. These names don't mean anything to me either, OK? Uh, Alistair Fullerton, Robin Stevens, Sue Dacre, Chris Leith, Judith Bucklow, Ian Brown. I wonder if it was the uh, Ian Brown from the Stone Roses. That would be. Um, Rianne West, Tony Holtham and others. The incidental music for the series was written by Peter Goslin. The show's theme tune was composed and performed by Peter Davison and Sandra Dickinson, who were married at the time. <laughs> so Peter Day. Now, uh, uh, I read out a long list of kind of anonymous that these kind of uh, people who you and I presumably haven't heard of, apart from Ian Brown, who I guess is a different Ian Brown. I hope that he he doesn't share the same views about vaccinations and stuff that uh, the the other Ian Brown seems to have. He's kind of gone off on one, isn't he? That guy, which is a shame. But uh, and the, the theme tune was composed and performed by Peter Davison. Who um, now, if you don't know who that is. Um, you may not if you're uh, one of our international listeners. Uh, he was, at that time, uh, I would say, one of the biggest TV actors, m- maybe the biggest. He was playing the part of Doctor Who. Or, you know, his name's not Doctor Who, Frank. His name's the Doctor. The show is called Doctor Who. OK, so he played the Doctor in Doctor Who. He was the fifth Doctor. I remember it very well because I, I was really into it when I was a little kid. I was into Button Moon as well. I liked them both. And uh, up until now, I did not know that, that Peter Davison, as I say, extremely uh, famous man in the UK, was um, kind of did the theme tune for this like weird, like extremely low budget puppet show on, on kids TV. And him and his wife, Sandra Dickinson, who were married at the time. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I had to look that up to make sure it was the same one. Uh, you know, I presume Ian Brown is a different Ian Brown, but this is the Peter Davison. So that's interesting.
a live stage show toured England in the late 1980s and early 1990s. I missed that, didn't see that. I'm sure it was very good. Litigation. <laughs> this is always a fun little section on Wikipedia entries, isn't it? Litigation. The creator of the show successfully sued the manufacturer of lookalike memorabilia in 2013. <laughs> lookalike memorabilia? It's a spoon, mate. Suing a cutlery firm for looking like your spoon that you... <laughs> oh, lookalike memorabilia. You sue a button company as well because it looks like your moon or a blanket company because it looks like your sky. Get a grip. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure there's more to it than that. Um, there we go. Now, now we're on to the now we're on to the falafel in the sandwich. Um, very interesting. The um, what's intrigued me this whole time is the descriptions of each of the uh, episodes and what happens in each of the 91 episodes of this TV show. And uh, as I say, it's good if you haven't if you don't know what the show is and you just read the descriptions of the episodes. It's kind of like you know, it's really intriguing. It's like, what what's going on here? You know, let let's go on this experience together, shall we? And just um, go for it. Series one, Button Moon, nineteen eighty to nineteen eighty one, episode one, the three little pigs. Mrs. Spoon gives Mr. Spoon a present. It's a spaceship, so now he can fly to Button Moon. <laughs> there you go. It's his, his little uh, superhero origin story. There, his wife bought him a spaceship. Very nice. Episode 2, The Witch's Toast. Mr. Spoon flies from Junk Planet through Blanket Sky to Shining Button Moon. There he meets Captain Large and the Bottle Army. Through his telescope, he spies a witch's magic. <laughs> Captain Large and the Bottle Army. That's brilliant. Um, as I say, it's like, you know, I don't know what that is. I just like these names. You know, they're, they're great. Just um, What I'm saying is just experiencing these things out of context. It's kind of like... Um, you know, it's kind of like a weird out-of-body experience, isn't it? Episode 3. Billy Goat's Gruff. Mr. Spoon flies from his home on Junk Planet to Button Moon. That's the entire description of the episode. <laughs> I hope more things happened than that. Episode 4. Sid and Baby. Mr. Spoon lives with his family on Junk Planet. He has seen Button Moon shining in Blanket Sky and he travels there in his spaceship. <laughs> Yeah, that's the description of that episode. I wonder what happened. I wonder who Sid is. Sid and the baby. Uh, episode 5, The Three Wishes. Mr. Spoon goes to see Captain Large and his army. He also meets Bertie and Gertie, who have three wishes. Episode 6, Storks. Mr. Spoon sees the stars playing a game. He also sees two strange birds and a camel, who help to bring happiness to a sad princess. There's a lot going on there. It's only ten minutes. Episode 7, The Duck Who Forgot What He Was. Mr. Spoon finds a kitchen dresser and helps some cups that have lost their sources. Through his telescope, he sees a duck with a lost memory. Sounds good. Episode 8, Scruffy and the Bone. Mr. Spoon helps a pair of scissors which have accidentally cut a thread holding Button Moon in Blanket Sky. Through his reloscope... <laughs> There's a typo in Wikipedia! Through his reloscope, he sees two unusual dancers and Scruffy and Basil, two dogs which play Hunt the Bone. Unless reloscope is like some weird like part of the show, he calls it his reloscope, I don't know. I think it's a typo. Episode 9, The Grasshopper and the Ants. 
Mr Spoon sees a lazy grasshopper and some busy ants preparing for the winter. Episode 10. The Magic Totem. Mr Spoon sees some very brightly coloured birds. Chap... Um, not, not chapter. Episode 11. The Hare and the Tortoise. Mr Spoon, who lives with his family on Junk Planet, takes his daughter, Tina Teaspoon, on her first trip to Button Moon. They find some talking umbrellas there and through a telescope see a hare and a tortoise having a race. I wonder how that turned out. Episode 12. The Fox and the Hen. Mr Spoon travels to Button Moon where he finds a wardrobe and helps to make a sad dress happy. Intriguing. Episode 13. House for Sale. Mr Spoon and his family watch a performance of the Paper Circus. Then, through their telescope, they see Scruffy the dog, whose best friend is moving away. Here we have it. Series 2. 1981 to 1982. Episode 14. A witch comes to stay. The Spoon family travel to Butter Moon, where the vacuum cleaner is sucking up fallen stardust. It's nice, that. Nice little image. When they look through the telescope, they see Brew the witch preparing for a mother to visit. Episode 15. The Caterpillar Who Loved His Greens. Mr Spoon takes Tina to Button Moon. There they see a single glove who has lost her partner. Tina meets Reggie Veggie, a man made out of vegetables. <laughs> Through the telescope they see a caterpillar turn into a beautiful butterfly. Episode 16. The New Canoe. It is snowing all over Blanket Sky. Whilst Tina and Mrs Spoon stay home to build a snowman... Mr. Spoon visits Button Moon. There he sees the Bottle Army trying to keep warm in the snow and through the telescope. Trying to keep warm in the snow and through the telescope. Doesn't make any sense. Episode 17. The biggest tomato in the world. <laughs> I know I'm going to enjoy this one. A slightly longer description. Well, obviously there's a lot going on. Tina Teaspoon is playing hide-and-seek with Mr. and Mrs. Spoon in the garden. Then Mr. Spoon's... And Tina, <laughs> riddled with typos. Then Mr Spoons and Tina go to Button Moon where they find vacuum cleaner where he puts the morning post and the newspaper on the doormat. Through the telescope they see Bertie and Gertie where her fairy godmother grants her three wishes. <laughs> it's, uh, really need to do a grammar check as well, guys. And... She first wishes that Bertie had the biggest tomatoes to enter in the vegetable competition, but they don't get there in time and lose, but Gertie wins a prize for the hat she made. That's all one sentence. That's a really long sentence. Oh dear, oh dear. Episode 18. Scruffy and the Sparrow. Mr Spoon flies to Butter Moon in his spaceship, where he finds vacuum cleaner and small bottle are cleaning the castle pipes. Through his telescope, Mr. Spoon sees Scruffy the dog, who is singing like a bird. Episode 19. The dragon has a cold. Mr. Spoon takes off early in the morning to Button Moon. Through his telescope, he sees Brew the witch and a dragon, who has a cold. I thought so. Episode 20. The flying jam sandwich. When Mr. Spoon lands his spaceship on Button Moon, the blast from the engine blows little fluff into outer space and onto a star. Mr. Spoon comes up with an idea to save him, but needs the help of... Full stop. <laughs> who wrote this? Yeah. We don't know who he needs the help of as the end of a sentence. Comes up with an idea to help him, but needs the help of... Full stop. Through the telescope, Mr. Spoon sees Hare and Tortoise having fun at Hare's house, 
but Wally Wasp keeps moving the jam sandwich from the plate to the ceiling. There's a lot going on in that episode there. Flying jam sandwich. Episode 21, The Persian Market. Oh my god. Early 80s. Uh, There's an episode called The Persian Market. I hope this is not going to be riddled with the kind of stereotypes you used to see in those days. Let's see, shall we? Mrs. Spoon and Tina Teaspoon are baking a Victoria sponge cake while Mr. Spoon goes to Butter Moon. On Butter Moon, Mr. Spoon finds the kitchen dresser where Arthur and Martha Muggins live. On the dresser, Roddy Teapot has lost his lid, so Mr. Spoon offers to help find it, but a mouse comes into the dresser and steals some cheese from the cheese board, so Mr. Spoon goes after the mouse only to find Roddy's lid. Through the telescope, Mr. Spoon sees a Persian market where we see a snake charmer. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I knew it. I knew what was going on here. <laughs> see the Persian market where we see a snake charmer, the sand dancers, and a man on a unicycle with a bucket of sand on his head. Now, at the very least, a um, man on a unicycle with a bucket of sand on his head is not a Middle Eastern stereotype that I know of. So hats off to them for that one. But, you know, they had to throw the snake charmer in there, didn't they? The episode features Albert Kettle Bay's orchestral work of the same name. All right, orchestral work of the same name. So the Persian market being the orchestral work. Well, I'll have to check that out. I wonder if that's a good piece of music. I'm not familiar with the work of Albert Kettlebay. So that's something to check out later on, listeners. I won't get around to it. Episode 22, Music in the Air. Tina's best friend Egbert comes over, and so Mr Spoon takes them both to Butter Moon. On Butter Moon, find a toy box. <laughs> on Butter Moon, find a toy box where they meet Ragdoll, the Wibbly Wobbly Man and Robbie Robot, who are all afraid of the dinosaur that lives in the toy cupboard. Mr Spoon offers to help set the free... <laughs> But uh, shall I just read it out as it is, or shall I correct it as I go along? I don't know. Mr. Spoon offers to help set the free, but soon learns that the pink and purple dinosaur is very friendly, so the other toys are not afraid of him anymore. Through the telescope, they see a park, where it's a very windy day, and the band is playing music in the park bandstand. We also see Scruffy the dog and his friends Basil and Daisy, who help Mr. Cherry, the band leader, get his sheets of music back when the wind blows them away. I wonder if it was a child that wrote this. <laughs> oh, dear. The band is playing in the band. Right, um, so... Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being a snob, really. I'm being a grammar snob. And uh, I don't like that aspect of my own character, but also I, I just can't help it. It's just been too far drummed into me. Um, speaking as a writer, I, always, I just I have to kind of proofread my own stuff, and I've always got to be really kind of really sharp and really kind of I've got to get it right, otherwise people are going to think I'm an idiot. So that that that's where that comes from. It's not really snobbery. It's more kind of a, a self-discipline thing. So when I recognise other people's mistakes, I kind of um, you know scoff at them a little bit. Um, but really, it's uh, it's myself uh, practicing my own self-discipline. <laughs> that's my excuse, anyway. Um, episode twenty-three: 
Scruffy at the seaside. Mr and Mrs Spoon are off for an evening out on Button Moon, while Egbert stays the night with Tina Teaspoon. <laughs> Mr Spoon knows how to set up a romantic evening. Takes his wife literally to the moon. On Button Moon, Mr and Mrs Spoon go out in the gravy boat for a trip around Buttonhole Pond to watch the pond life. In the pond they see sponge fish, plate fish and Nellie Newt, who tells us that they are going to the Octopus Opera, but little John Turtle can't see her as he's right at the back, but Big Whale helps him, but letting John Turtle sit on his back and watch the show. I think by letting John... Anyway, through these telescope they see Scruffy the dog going to the seaside. Uh, hence the name of the episode, Scruffy at the Seaside. <laughs> There we have it. Episode 24, The Little Red Hen. Today is Tina Teaspoon's birthday, so the family go off to Button Moon for Tina's birthday surprise. They land on Button Moon, where a royal biscuit box takes them to Tabletop Mountain, where Queenie Jelly lives, where they put on a royal show for Tina from Performing Donuts, The Strongest Gingerbread Man, and finally, The Birthday Cake. Through the telescope, they see the story of The Little Red Hen, he wants to make some bread, but her friends the cat, the pig and the cow won't help her. Episode 25. Getting away with it all. That's very similar to a book that I've just released, uh, Getting Away With It. Out now, listeners. Tina and Egbert are drawing pictures in the house while Mr Spoon goes off to Button Moon. The spaceship lands on Button Moon, where Mr Spoon finds a bathroom, where he helps Junior Toothbrush, who's missing out the excitement in bathroom. Through the telescope, Mr Spoon sees Brew the Witch, who's fed up with a ticking clock, Thunder chewing on her newspaper, Little Brown Spider turning on the radio, and Lightning the Cat rushing around everywhere so she, mags so she magics herself away on holiday to an island in the sun, but soon grows homesick and magics herself home. Magic as a verb there, that's, uh, that's good. Episode 26, The Lion and the Mouse. The Spoon family are going on holiday to the Button Moon Hotel. When they land the spaceship on Button Moon, they watch the paper circus. Afterwards, they look through the telescope to see a jungle, where we see the story of the lion and the mouse. There we are, big season finale. Um, episode 3, uh, sorry, not episode, series 3, 1983. Episode 27, Looking for Button Moon. The Spoon family follow a shooting star to Button Moon in their spaceship. They look through the telescope to see Scruffy the dog in his garden. Episode 28, Tina's Teaspoon and the School Mouse. Mr Spoon takes his daughter Tina to Button Moon to cheer her up after she loses her school's pet mouse. They look through the telescope and see Hegarty the Hen at Cherry Tree Farm. I presume the mouse doesn't turn up in the end. Well, there you go. Lesson learned in life there, kids. Episode 29, A Day Trip to Button Moon. On a day trip to Button Moon, the Spoon family run into Small Bottle, who has lost his toy marbles. As he searches for them, he gets into all sorts of bother by getting stuck in a cupboard. Then they look through the telescope and see Lion, Monkey and Jungle Mouse in the jungle. Episode 30, Shoebox Station. Egbert and Tina have fun dressing up in old clothes in Mr and Mrs Spoon's attic. Mr Spoon takes them to Button Moon to ride on a train at Shoebox Station. Episode 31, Two Sticky Mugs. On Button Moon, Mr Spoon finds the two mugs, Arthur and Martha, stuck to the kitchen dresser with strawberry jam. 
Through the telescope, Mr Spoon sees Scruffy the dog who is trying to get to sleep. Episode 32. Buttonhole Pond. Mr Spoon goes out in his gravy boat on Buttonhole Pond and sees John Turtle looking for hidden treasure. Through the telescope, Brew the Witch is spring cleaning. Episode 33. The Scout's Garden Fate. Egbert and his dad are looking for prizes for the Scout's Garden Fate. Mr Spoon offers to take the winners of the Scout's Garden Fate's prize draw on a trip to Button Moon in the spaceship. Yeah, I mean, he, he could make a lot of money out of this, couldn't he? All these billionaires at the moment running their own space programmes. I don't think Mr Spoon had an eye on the actual potential financial benefits of having your own spaceship. He's just going himself to uh, Button Moon and back all the time. How's he fueling it? I mean, it must be costing him a fortune to actually um, be running this ship and the maintenance costs of the ship itself as well. He's gone there at least 34 times by now. So anyway, maybe I'm reading too much into this. Episode 34, Queenie Jelly. The Spoon family take a trip to Tabletop Mountain where Queenie Jelly is having a party. Mr Spoon looks through the telescope and sees some crows on Cherry Tree Farm. Episode 35, Painting the Pipes. Mr Spoon travels to Button Moon where Small Bottle and Captain Large from the Plastic Bottle Army are giving the cattle a new coat of paint. Episode 36, Freddy Teddy. Granny Spoon comes to visit the Spoon family again. Mr Spoon, Tina and Granny Spoon all go off to Button Moon for the day. On Button Moon, Freddy Teddy is hiding in the toy box because moths have put holes in his dungarees. Mr Spoon takes Freddy Teddy to get his clothes patched up. Then Mr Spoon and Tina look through the telescope and see Scruffy the dog in his garden. <laughs> it just seems to me like every time they can't think of something for Mr Spoon to look at through his telescope, they just stick Scruffy the dog in his garden there. You can tell when they're running out of ideas, can't you? It's every now and again, what should we what should we get him to look at today? Oh, get him to look at the dog again. You know, I'm not criticising. I'm sure it's very entertaining, all of this. I remember it being... I was a big fan of this show when I was a kid. I remember it very well. I remember Peter Davison's theme tune. I used to sing that to myself. And, um, yeah, it was a good show. It actually was. It really was. I, I don't know whether it stood the test of time. I haven't seen it since the early 80s. And I, I have no intention of doing so. I've just... I'm interested in reading the Wikipedia entry for it, that's all. Because, like I say, out of context, it's it's very interesting. Episode 37, The Clown Who Lost His Smile. Mr Spoon goes to Butter Moon and helps Ragdoll find a missing toy clown. The clown has fallen in a puddle and has his smile washed off. Mr Spoon comes up with a plan to help him to get the clown a new smile. Through the telescope we see Brew the Witch making porridge for Thunder the Dragon. Episode 38. Happy birthday, Mrs Spoon. It's Mrs Spoon's birthday, and Mr Spoon and Tina have a surprise in store for her. They take her to Button Moon for the day in the spaceship. Through the telescope, they see Mr Cherry, the leader of the brass band who has a cold. Episode 39. Bundle and Fluff. Mr Spoon takes a trip to Button Moon and watches vacuum cleaner as he looks for Bundle and Fluff. Then through the telescope we see Bertie and Gertie. Gertie wishes for her fairy godmother to come, who grants her the wish of a nice holiday. Series 4, 1985. Episode 40, Egbert goes to Button Moon. Tina visits her best friend Egbert, who lives at the top of a block of flat. <laughs> a block of flat. They both fly to Button Moon. 
There they see a wind-up mouse that has lost his key. Through the telescope they see Bertie and Gertie being king and queen for a day. Oh, I don't think Mr. Spoon features in that episode. That's an interesting one. Um, good for a, a, a quiz question there, if anyone's uh, in <laughs> the most obscure possible quiz question that you could think of. Which episode of Button Moon does Mr. Spoon not appear in? <laughs> the answer is, of course, episode 40, Egbert Goes to Button Moon. You can catch a few people out with that one. Episode 41, the spaceship breaks down. Uh, Mr. Spoon's back. Mr. Spoon goes to Button Moon, while Mrs. Spoon is busy wallpapering their cardboard box house and Tina is painting her go-kart. The spaceship breaks down on the way, but Ragdoll comes to the rescue in a paper plane. Mr. Spoon and Ragdoll look through the telescope and see Scruffy the dog. Oh, here we go. Look through the telescope and see Scruffy the dog and Dennis the rabbit. At least they're mixing it up with putting a rabbit in there as well. Scruffy the dog. Episode 42, playing games on Button Moon. Tina can't go to Button Moon as she's been naughty. <laughs> Remember when you were a kid and, um, you know, you got in trouble and all that and your mum and dad used to say to her, All right, we're not taking you to the moon today. Tina can't go to Button Moon as she's been naughty. So Mr Spoon takes Egbert with him instead. Oh, that's a kick in the teeth. I'm going to take, I'm going to take your friend. <laughs> oh dear. They watch Small Bottle and Little Bottle playing games. And then they look through the telescope and see Brew the Witch. There's a character called Small Bottle and there's another character called Little Bottle. Odd. Very strange. Episode 43, The Gravy Boat. Tina and Mr Spoon take the gravy boat on Buttonhole Pond and see a sponge fish who doesn't want to go to school. Then they look through the telescope and see Jungle Mouse sleeping in his watermelon hammock. But when he wakes up, he can't find his friends. Episode 44. Sticky Sweets. Mr and Mrs Spoon and Tina take Egbert to Button Moon. They watch Ragdoll disco dancing, Freddy Teddy trying to play the piano, and Toffee the Clown trying to juggling sweets. They look through the telescope and see Pamela Pig and her piglets and a walking haystack in a farmyard. Episode 45, Picnic on Button Moon. The Spoon family and Egbert arrive on Button Moon to find Freddy Teddy and Ragdoll having a picnic. They've gone with Egbert again without Tina. Egbert and Tina, oh no, so Tina is there. Egbert and Tina join them and they've taken Egbert, I don't understand a word of this. Egbert and Tina join them and a falling star lands in one of their drinks. <laughs> Through the... <t> <laughs> Starlands in one of their drinks. That's brilliant. Through the telescope, we see Scruffy the dog playing in the snow. Well, you've given him something to do now, at least. Episode 46, the cake fairy goes ice skating. The Spoon family take Granny Spoon to Button Moon for the day. There they watch an ice skater perform on a cake, and later through the telescope, we see Brew the Witch and Thunder buying dinner from a fish and chip shop. Episode 47, Ragdoll marries a dinosaur. Mr. Spoon has a cold, so stays at home, while Mrs. Spoon, Tina and Egbert go to Button Moon. On Button Moon, Ragdoll finds an album full of wedding photographs. This makes her want to pretend to get married. Freddy Teddy is too busy to be the groom, but the pink and purple dinosaur agrees to marry Ragdoll. Episode 48, 
Egbert goes camping. Egbert and Daddy Egbert. <laughs> Daddy Egbert are going camping in Brushwood Forest. I suppose he would be called Egbert Senior, wouldn't he? Tina wants to go with them, but she and her parents are off on a trip to Button Moon. Mr Spoon decides to hide a tent in the spaceship to surprise Tina, but has problems keeping it a secret. Episode 49. Banana Birds. Whilst Mrs Spoon fixes her television aerial, so she and Vanilla can watch their favourite programme... Mr. Who's Vanilla? Don't think I've heard that one before. Mr Spoon takes Tina and Egbert to Button Moon. Small and Captain Large unblock a pipe and out pops a banana bird. Through the telescope, Mr Spoon, Tina and Egbert spy on Scruffy and Simon playing fetch with a ball at the park. Episode 50. Pink and Purple Dinosaur. The Spoon family go on a trip to Button Moon and see a lonely pink and purple dinosaur looking for a friend. Then they look through the telescope and see Brew the Witch. Brew the Witch, I think, is just another one of those kind of placeholder characters. What what should we get him to look at today? Scruffy the dog or Brew the Witch? What's Brew the Witch going to do? Nothing. Just get him to look at her through his telescope. He's a, he's a, he's a bit of a, a peeping Tom, this guy, isn't he? The peeping to- It's basically a peeping Tom. I don't think Brew the Witch has been given her consent for him to be spying on her all this time. That's what they should do with this. Uh, have some kind of like... As they do with all the superhero films and uh, you know old TV shows and stuff. Just have a dark reboot. A dark reboot for adults. Uh, Button Moon. Where um, Mr Spoon is this really kind of creepy kind of voyeur who's uh, basically stalking a whole bunch of people including Brew the Witch and has this weird fetish about dogs so he's he's watching this dog in a garden all sorts of uh, sordid details would be included in uh, Button Moon the Dark reboot Uh, maybe you can get Peter Davison back to do like, like a like a really dark version of the of the theme tune. <laughs> Possibly. Who knows? Episode 51. The Shark in the Bath. The Spoon family and Egbert visit Button Moon. Tina and Mr Spoon see lots of bubbles floating in blanket sky. Small Bottle plays a trick on Captain Large and puts a toy shark in the bath. Then they look through the telescope and see a cockerel that doesn't crow. Episode 52. The Paper Parade. Tina is very excited to see the paper parade on Bottom Moon. Queenie Jelly and Monsieur Blomange. <laughs> I hope Monsieur Blomange isn't some kind of stereotypical Frenchman. I've got a feeling if I were to watch episode 52, there would be a few rather bad accents and some kind of kitchen utensil with a comedy moustache and striped jumper. <laughs> Monsieur Blamange. Queenie Jelly and Monsieur Blamange are happy that the Spoon family will act as judges. Vacuum Cleaner is sad because he doesn't have a fancy dress costume for the parade, but he's not sad for long. Well, I presume he's not sad for long because he gets a costume. I don't know, the uh, the description doesn't tell you why he's not sad for long (laughs) it could be that you just shoot him in the head there you go you're dead now so now we're on to series 5 1986 episode 53 a hole in blanket sky 
On the way to Button Moon, the Spoon family get caught in a traffic jam. A traffic jam on the way to the moon. When they finally land on Button Moon, they see, they see Queenie Jelly, who watches penguins dance on a cake. Through the telescope, they see Bertie and Gertie, who uses three wishes to go to the funfair. Three wishes to go to the funfair. That's one wish. Anyway, episode 54, Egbert wants to help. Mrs Spoon is busy cleaning the car. Mr Spoon is building a bookcase for his daughter and Tina needs some help cleaning up. Egbert comes to the rescue. Or does he? <laughs> that's, that is a really boring synopsis. Uh, that, that's, uh, that must be the worst episode of Butter Moon ever, episode 54. Mrs Spoon is busy cleaning the car. Mr Spoon is building a bookcase for his daughter and Tina needs some help cleaning up. And Egbert comes to the rescue, or does he? <laughs> they attempted to introduce some kind of element of suspense to this really, really boring premise. And does Egbert help or not? We, we've got to watch it to find out. Episode 55. Please say they're going back to the moon again. Tutti Frutti Ice Cream. Mrs Spoon, Tina and Egbert visit an ice cream factory to see how ice cream is made. What's it got to Oh, they're going to the moon now. After their visit, they blast off for Button Moon in the spaceship and see toys playing in the sandbox. Yeah, not very happy that, they, that they've made a habit of not going to Button Moon every week. I suppose they're mixing it up a little bit. Episode 56, Granny Spoon and the Missing Apple Pie. Granny Spoon is visiting and they are all going for a picnic on Button Moon. Tina has got some chocolate creams for Granny Spoon, but she has lost her apple pie. Will they find it in time for Blast Off? Episode 57. Rain Stopped Play. Mr Spoon takes Tina and Egbert on a trip to Butter Moon, while Daddy Egbert and Mrs Spoon watch the football match on ITV. <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting. So, Egbert Senior has been left alone with Mrs Spoon watching the football. Hmm. If this was the dark reboot, you know what would be happening right now, yeah? It'd be um, having some sex. So, unfortunately, it is raining when they get there, and so the voyagers, Ragdoll and Freddy Teddy, have to preoccupy themselves indoors. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mrs Spoon and Daddy Egbert are preoccupying themselves indoors as well. They ain't watching no football, my friends. Rain stopped play. It didn't stop them playing. Right, that's enough innuendos uh, for now. Um, <laughs> suddenly gone all, um, suddenly gone all sexual. I don't know why. Episode fifty-eight, bottle party. Bottle party, woohoo! Right, okay. <laughs> you could, you could literally just turn anything into an innuendo, couldn't you? Captain Large is holding a party on Butter Moon. Little bottle offers to help Small Bottle with the preparations while he attempts to get an invite. Will he be allowed to stay up past his bedtime? Episode 59, Paper Chase on Butter Moon. Mr and Mrs Spoon and Tina watch the Umbrella Ballet on their way to Butter Moon. The Spoons play a game with Ragdoll, Freddy Teddy and Small Bottle where they each follow a trail of paper until one of them wins a prize. Episode 60, Winter Sports for the Frozen Vegetables. Cotton wool snow has covered the Spoon's home. Daddy Egbert 
sets about making a toboggan while the rest of the Spoon family clear the snow ready for takeoff to Button Moon. I see Daddy Egbert's hanging round the Spoon's place still. I know, I know your game, Daddy Egbert. When Mr. Spoon, Egbert and Tina Teaspoon arrive on Button Moon, the vegetables are practising some winter sports. <laughs> Meanwhile, Daddy Egbert and Mrs. Spoon have been left alone together again. <laughs> I've noticed that neither of those two have come with on the trip. They're practising some winter sports. Uh, I, I shudder to think what kind of sports the other two are practising in the privacy of their own home. Episode 61. Ding-a-ling ice cream. While Mrs. Spoon stays at home... Yeah, I bet she does. While Mrs. Spoon stays at home to lay some carpet in the spare bedroom... I've never heard it called that before. Mr. Spoon takes Tina and Egbert to Button Moon. There, Ragdoll and Freddy Teddy go around a safari park and meet Clockwork Mouse and see lions, elephants, crocodiles and giraffes. Later, they see... Egbert's father has broken down his ice cream van. Convenient. Luckily, Egbert has no problem convincing Mr. Spoon to help out. Mr. Spoon's helping Daddy Egbert out with his broken van. Little does he know what he's been getting up to. I don't think he'd be best pleased about having to repair his ice cream van when the only reason it's broken down in the first place is that he hasn't been looking after it properly because he's been too busy looking after Mr. Spoon's wife. Dirty swine. Episode 63, Crazy Games. Mr. Spoon is too busy playing a computer game to do the chores. The family takes a trip to Button Moon where the wibbly-wobbly man holds a competition involving cream cakes. Meanwhile, Thunder the Dragon and Brew have to do their own chores or there will be no dinner. Episode 64, The Royal Handkerchief Ballet. There's a lot of ballet in this um, in this show, isn't there? Awful lot of ballet. I don't know, whoever is in charge of the puppeteering, a you know, big thing for ballet. Mr and Mrs Spoon. I can imagine Ian Brown from the Stone Roses being involved in this, can't you? Just, oh, oh, ballet, man. Oh, oh, ballet, ballet, ballet. I ain't wearing no mask. Um... <laughs> That's my uh, Ian Brown impression there. Mr and Mrs Spoon attend the Button Moon Theatre to watch the swan dance performed by the White Handkerchief Ballet. Queen Jelly also plans on attending, so Captain Large and Small Bottle get the red carpet ready. Episode 65, The Holiday Weekend. The Spoon family visit the fun fair where they have a go at all the amusement rides, taste all the food and try their hand at some games of chance. Now we're on to series 6, 1987. Episode 66, The Good Look Bird. Mrs Spoon and Vanilla take Tina and Egbert to Button Moon Museum. There they learn the history of Blanket Sky and the origins of Button Moon. Through the telescope they see Scruffy and Basil playing a game in the garden while Simon the Tortoise is trying to sleep. Episode 67, Hose on Charlie's Nose. Captain Large and Small and Little Bottles, helped by Elsie and Charlie Tap, are spring cleaning Button Moon. Soap suds are all over the place and everyone wonders whether Button Moon will be cleaned in time for the visit by Mr and Mrs Spoon and Tina. Episode 68, Planet Donut. On their way to Button Moon, Mr Spoon and Tina have a remarkable adventure when they get lost in the fog and arrive on Donut Planet. 
Through the telescope, they see Brew the Witch having a difficult time with Thunder the Dragon and the Flying Bat Clock. Episode 69, Ragdoll has a cold. When the Spoon family arrive on Butter Moon and find Ragdoll ill in bed, they cheer her up by letting her look through the telescope. She sees a jungle story about a snappy crocodile. Episode 70, Honeymoon. Tom Tubb has married Caramel, and as a wedding present, Mr Spoon has taken them to Butter Moon. Here they meet Captain Large and members of the Bottle Army, who are getting ready for a holiday. Episode 71, Mrs Spoon's Jumble Sale. Before they go off to Button Moon, Tina and Egbert help the scouts to get ready for a jumble sale to raise money for the new scout hut. Another slightly odd one there, just raising money for a scout hut. We don't eventually end up going to Button Moon. <laughs> just having a jumble sale instead. Episode 72, Buttonhole Pond. Tina, Egbert and Mr Spoon have an exciting day on Button Moon. First they go for a lovely trip to Buttonhole Pond. Then they look through the telescope to Cherry Tree Farm, where Peggotty the little red hen is being spied on by a sly fox. So they're spying on one person, another person spying on someone else. There we go. Just wait for that dark reboot. Episode 73, Missing Martha Muggins. When the Spoon family arrive on Button Moon, they find Martha Muggins having a bath in the sink. When she sees a mouse in the herb garden, she suddenly goes missing. Alright, okay. There we go. Um, episode 74, Barn Dance. The Spoon family get dressed up for a barn dance on Button Moon, but they first get their spaceship washed. Then they land on Button Moon. They are greeted by Reggie Veggie, who has made some corn dollies. Episode 75, Bobbing Bottle. On their trip to Button Moon, Mr and Mrs Spoon and Tina meet the bottles, who are off the Button, off the button Moon baths, off to the Button Moon baths for a swim. They also go for a paddle with the baby bottle before setting off home. Episode 76, Cows on Button Moon. Mr and Mrs Spoon take Tina to Button Moon and discover that Freddy Teddy has gone camping. The campsite is in Candlewick Field, but is also the field where the cows live and they come to visit. Episode 77, Cinders and the Magic Beans. Ragdoll and Freddy Teddy are putting on a play. The Spoon family attend and watch them perform Cinders and the Magic Beans, a combination of Jack of the Beanstalk and Cinderella. Ragdoll plays Cinders and Freddy Teddy plays the Fairy Godmother. Episode 78. Queenie Jelly loses her cherries. <laughs> Queenie Jelly loses her cherries. Queenie Jelly has lost her cherry. <laughs> don't, don't even go there. Don't go there. But the tarts... Don't look for it because they know once you lose your cherry, it's gone for good. <laughs> this is what he says. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What are they trying to do here? Are they teaching kids about losing your cherry? Maybe just Queenie Jelly loses her cherry, but the tarts don't look for it because they know once you lose your cherry, it's gone for good. Jesus Christ. This is a show for like four year old kids. Then, to top it off, Gingerbread Man's horn shoots out its... Jesus H. Christ. Then, to top it off, Gingerbread Man's horn shoots its creamy load into Jammy Donut's face. <laughs> yeah, that's episode... That's the season finale, and what a finale it is. Episode 78. It has gone way off the scale there. 
There was absolutely no... I was joking about earlier on about there being sexual content in this show. Uh, clearly, I was reading too much into it. This... This... First, we've got a story about a very thinly veiled metaphor for losing one's virginity. And then Gingerbread Man's horn shoots its creamy load into Jammy Donut's face. What am I supposed to make of that? Oh... I'm not. I'm not kind of objecting to this on moral grounds. Um, go for it. You know, I, I probably saw this and didn't make uh, anything of it. Really, it's just. Um, I think the grown-ups are having a bit of fun with a. With a it's, it's the last episode of the series. Let's ha let's have a bit of fun. Uh, stick in a few references to sex that the kids aren't going to get, and that the parents can uh, chuckle along to at home by themselves. Gingerbread man's horn. Series 7, episode 79. Mrs Spoon and Tina blast off for Butter Moon while Mr Spoon stays at home to cook dinner. On Butter Moon they watch Freddy Teddy, Ragdoll and Wibbly Wobbly Man have a boat race on Blue Ribbon River. Episode 80, Vacuum Cleaner for Sale. Vacuum Cleaner is having trouble sucking up the paper sweets the litterbugs have left around Butter Moon. Captain Large sends for a new cosmic cleaner instead, but not everything works out well. All of the bottles are sad to hear that their friend has left and want him to come back. Episode 81, Benny Bin. Freddy Teddy and Ragdoll are baking a button moon cake, but Benny Bin ends up eating it after Little Bottle tidies up the mess. Mr Spoon looks through the telescope and sees Brew the Witch painting a picture of some fruit. Episode 82, Little Bottle Floats Away. It's very windy as the spoons visit Button Moon. Captain Large starts a game of hide-and-seek, but the only place Little Bottle can find to hide is a hot air balloon, which, considering the weather, may not be the safest place for him to be. Little Bottle gets blown away into blanket sky. Mr Spoon and his family come to the rescue in their spaceship, and Little Bottle is taken safely home. Episode 83, Talent Show. The Spoon family and Egbert land on Button Moon to watch a talent show. While Little Bottle is nervous and gets stage fright, uh, Ragdoll is determined to win at all costs with her dance routine, but she has strong opposition from Mr and Mrs Dawn Drew, Toffee the Clown and Pencils from Button Moon School. Episode 84, Mr and Mrs Spoon's Anniversary. It's Mr and Mrs Spoon's wedding anniversary and Mr Spoon is going to take his wife to Button Moon Theatre to watch a performance of The Paper Garden. Daddy, <laughs> Daddy Egbert. I was wondering if he was going to crop up in this one. Daddy Egbert and Vanilla bring the Spoons some flowers. So the Spoons ask them to join them. Oh, no. Oh, Mr Spoon, what are you doing? You're inviting Daddy Egbert on your anniversary to the theatre. Uh, I wonder if um, Daddy Egbert and Mrs Spoon are going to pop off, conveniently pop off to the bathroom, uh, coincidentally at the same time. Episode 85, Mice Play on Button Moon. The Skittle Mice are having a holiday on Button Moon, but they are being naughty and upsetting everyone. There we have it. Episode 86, Dotty Teapot. Mr. and Mrs. Spoon, Tina and Egbert fly to Butter Moon to join Queenie Jelly, who is having a tea dance, but, but Dotty Teapot is late. Dotty tries to expediate matters by wearing a pair of roller skates, but... 
I'm just... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at the use of the word expediate. <laughs> it's just that I... I, um, I I've been. It's been my suspicion that that the person writing these little descriptions on Wikipedia, you know, is either an eight-year-old child or they're kind of writing in the style of one, and that they they've surprised me by the use of the word expedia. <laughs> That's all. That's all it is. But it only makes things worse. Can the Spoon family help Dotty out of her predicament? Episode eighty-seven. Ragdoll moves house. Ragdoll decides she wants a change of scenery, so she calls up Captain Large and Small Bottle to help her move house, even though she hasn't told him yet what she plans to move in with her friend, Freddy Teddy. Well, a little bit of a little bit of drama in that one. Episode eighty-eight. What's the matter with Marrow? The Spoon family and Egbert fly to Butter Moon to find Reggie Veggie, trying to help his friend Marrow get rid of his root rot. Reggie Veggie pours Marrow a bath and puts in powder that will cure him, but Marrow runs off. Mr and Mrs Spoon and Egbert look through the telescope and see Thunder the Dragon. He finds a spell in Brew's Book of Spells to change the wallpaper in his bedroom, featuring Transformers and Iron Man cameos in comics. What? There's, there's, a, there's a crossover episode with Transformers and Iron Man. I... <laughs> that is not true. That did not... Somebody's written that in to Wikipedia. The, this is an episode of Button Moon about giving a marrow a bath. There's no way that Transformers and Iron Man are going to be playing a cameo in, in this. Fake news. I'm going to have to look it up now and see if that's real. I very much doubt that that... I don't know... <laughs> I, don't know I don't know why they would say that, though. Why have they put that in there? Oh, I don't know. It's very strange. Episode 89. Egbert's birthday. It's Egbert's birthday and Mr Spoon and Tina decide to take him to Butter Moon, while Mrs Spoon decorates the house in streamers for his birthday party. On Butter Moon, everyone is dressed as nursery rhyme characters. Captain Large is Old Mother Hubbard, Small Bottle is Wee Willy Winky, and Ragdoll tells the nursery rhyme, Mary had a little cow. When Captain Large goes to give Egbert his present, he finds that someone has stolen it. Right, we've just got two episodes left now. Let's see what happens. Is there going to be a big kind of um, big load of drama? Maybe Mrs. Spoon is going to run off with Daddy Egbert, and oh, it'll all kick off, won't it? Divorce settlement. Who's going to get the rocket? Don't know. Could get nasty. Who's going to get the ice cream van? Who's going to get the kids? You know, all sorts of questions. Episode 90, Cold Cows on Butter Moon. The Spoon family land on Butter Moon to find it is covered with snow. Through the telescope, they see Freddy Teddy trying to get food for the cows, but because of the weather, the Rainbow Book Tunnel has frozen over, meaning Freddy Teddy has to find another way of getting the hay to the cows. Ragdoll brings them some Wellington boots to keep them warm. And the final ever episode of... Button Moon, episode 91, The Snoring Princess, a.k.a. Panto on Button Moon. Freddy Teddy, Ragdoll and the Wibble Wobble family are holding a panto at the Button Moon Theatre called The Snoring Princess. Well, I guess Mr and Mrs Spoon stay together after all.
but um <laughs> there we have it there we have it that's uh, that's the uh that's the extent uh, of everything thank you for bearing with me um it's been another long episode hasn't it and i i've been waffling on about an old tv show from the 1980s that you haven't seen so if you have got to the end of this episode uh thank you for bearing with me i i, I do think it's a it's a very interesting thing um to just kind of observe these um really kind of inconsequential facts and um just study them uh, you know as though they're important facts uh, I think that's a fun thing to do. So that, that's what we've been doing <laughs> today. Um, it has been inconsequential, really. But um, it, does, it has also been fun. So thank you for um, helping me to enjoy myself with the um, Button Moon Wikipedia entry. And, um, yeah, well, we're going to be having um, some interesting things coming up on Ragbag. We've got uh, the documentary, four-part documentary. I think it's going to be four parts, actually. Um, Ragbag's Fourth Wall where um uh yeah i'm going to be talking about how the show has been made over the last uh 100 episodes and um i don't think button moon's going to get a mention to be honest That is Button Moon, shining in blanket sky. Thank you for listening. I have been Frank Burson, as always. Please check out my website, frankburson.co.uk, for all the details of my books, A History of Sarcasm, 100, Everything I Am, and Getting Away With It. All four of those books are fantastic. You should buy them. The audiobook versions are available on Bandcamp. Check out social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Ragbag Presents. I will see you very soon. Or maybe I won't. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>